Don't be afraid to start. Mm -hmm. Often you just get so hung up on the planning and the worrying and the oh, what if it doesn't work out. Just take one action to make it start happening. We're here to help you live the life you dream of. We're bringing together the girls who have dared to dream. We share the real stories of what it takes to dream big, regardless of the fear, uncertainty, or what everyone else may say around you, to help you create the life you dream of. Let's make your dreams a reality. Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Girl Who Dared to Dream podcast with your host, me, Nicole Steffens, and today we interview Steph Taylor. She has her own podcast called The Socialette, and she all is all about simplifying marketing and helping people achieve what they want for their business through marketing. And she's um, got some great online courses, but an even better story behind how she broke into this space, the corporate job she hated, that she wasn't being fulfilled in, that she quit to follow her passion and the journey that's led her on. So let's tune into her story and check it out. Hi, I'm Steph Taylor. I am the founder of stephtaylor.co where I simplify marketing for small business owners. I'm also the host of Socialette, which is a bite-sized online marketing podcast. Awesome. So guys, could definitely go follow that yes. podcast. <laughs> and how did you first get started in your business? Oh my goodness. So this is actually like two businesses ago that I got started in business, but it's all kind of been like a series of events and it's all kind of led me to where I am now. So I used to be in a corporate job that I hated like so many other people. Like I went, I went to uni, I studied what I was supposed to study and, you know, did all the things, ticked all the boxes, all of that. And then I got to the point where I was in my corporate job. I just bought an apartment and I was like, okay, there's pretty much like that's, I, I've achieved my main goals right now. Like what do I want to do next? And then I started a health food e-commerce business. Yeah. And I did that for like a year and a half and it was, it was good, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Like I needed a business that gave me the flexibility to travel and to just do what I loved rather than be there packing and shipping orders all the time. So from that, I realized, okay, actually the bit that I enjoy most out of this business is working with the brands that are in the boxes because we were creating content for them, recipes, blog posts, all of that. So out of that spun Wild Bloom, which was a wellness marketing consultancy like doing yeah, social media, content, all of that for wellness brands. And from there, I started the podcast. And then I realized, actually, you know what? There's all of these small business owners who can't pay somebody else to do their marketing for them. So I really started wanting to teach them how to do it themselves, like give them that skill. And that's been the natural progression of my business. So stop taking on clients. And now it's like 100% courses, eBooks, all of that. And that's all still growing. <laughs> I love that. So how long ago was that from when you decided I'm going to quit my job, my corporate oh. job, to follow a dream of mine? How long ago was that now? So I started the health food business in January 2016. I quit my job in May 2016. And we're now, what, January 2019. I so love that. Pretty much three years. Two, yeah, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And when you first decided, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit my corporate job, I realized I'm not happy. Um, yeah. were you in a state of unhappiness? Like Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess like the real turning point for quitting my corporate job was I so I was getting up at like four AM every day, hustling on my side hustle at the time, doing like three hours on that, then going and working a full day and it wasn't like small hours, it was big hours, and then coming home and doing a few more hours on my business. 
And I did that for a while and then I got really sick. Like, so I was playing social netball one night and I just suddenly couldn't breathe. And I didn't realize it at the time, but this was a panic attack. And then the next morning I woke up with a little bit of back pain. And by, I think it was about 9 p.m. that night, I was in the emergency room with a really bad kidney infection. Oh my goodness. And I was in hospital for a week after that. And the whole time I was in hospital, I was like, thank God I'm not at work right now. Yeah. It was like actually a bit of a relief. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and that was kind of like the, that was the turning point. And then I got back to work and it was like, okay, a week later I handed in my my resignation. (laughs) And yeah, done. Wow. And then was there any fear when going into your own business and being like, I have to rely on me now to make my own money? What was that time like? Oh, I mean, there still is. I don't think that ever really goes away because it's all, I think even once you start making that consistent income, it's still like, oh, this could still all fall apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never really have, you never really have that security blanket that you have on, in a job working for someone else. But then again, you can get fired at any time if you're working for someone else. That's so. true. Yeah, that's <laughs> I look at it that way as well. <laughs> yeah. Or well, the company can go under. And exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And then when you started like going through the businesses and realizing like, okay, the first two weren't my passion, but this is now. Like, what are some signs for some people that maybe in a business, but they're kind of feeling like it's not quite me, it's not quite my purpose. I feel like this is my purpose. What's some advice you have to share around that process? Yeah, I guess it's just, you don't feel excited to do what you do. Mm -hmm. You don't feel as motivated. It just, something feels off. And I think you can only really answer this for yourself. Like, you know when it's not aligned with who you are, what you want to do, like your bigger vision. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, like it was, I I was still enjoying doing the client work, but it was just, it wasn't until I started doing the, uh, until I started teaching people how to market their own businesses that I realized actually I can make a much bigger impact this way. Yeah. And I enjoy it so much more. Yeah. And was it that impact that then started, you started getting obsessed with that and you're like, I just need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how many people I was impacting at the time. And then I started getting people messaging me being like, oh, I love your podcast. Because of your podcast, I've done this. I had one lady message me saying that my podcast inspired her to leave her abusive relationship and start again in business. And I was like, wow, I'm so, like, I can't believe my podcast did that. Yeah. I think we totally undervalue, like, the impact we make. Like, I've been making videos on social media for ages and just always turn up, like, with my clients in the gym with the biggest smile. And I tell my whole team team that you don't know the power of just saying hello to someone with a smile and just how you can make someone's day feel better just that one hour that you spend with them or that one hour podcast they listen to or that one little video they see on social media you never know the impact even like five minutes I mean my podcast episodes are five minutes yeah (laughs) yeah so they're just like little tips and tricks I love that and um and we spoke briefly before this about now balancing that hustle to that self-care Explain that to me and what is what has been your journey then in business with burnout? Yeah, so I mean obviously my first story with like landing up in hospital and that that I didn't really learn from that to be yes. honest. I still continued to hustle, 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 like push push the big rock up the hill, even when my body was like, No, you need to take a break. Yeah. Um, I think it's just this business view. Like I've yeah. been stuck in that before, like hustle, 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 work hard, yeah. like you just gotta do it to be successful yeah exactly yeah and then like there have been a few times where I've either got like had a cold or just something's happened where I've been like okay no I actually need to stop or on the other side sometimes it happens where I just lose my motivation lose my drive and I get into like a funk and it's because I've been pushing it just a little bit too hard so now like this year I'm really trying to focus on 
balancing like the hustle and the fun. Yeah. Like not not pushing it too hard. If it takes me a little bit longer to achieve things, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I'm enjoying the process as much as the end result I rather than just hustling to get to the result. Yeah, you've got to yeah. love the journey. Exactly, yeah. yeah. What are some like practical things that you do in your day, your week or your month to make sure that you've also got that balance of self-love? Yeah, so I guess, I mean, my mornings start very early. I'm at the gym at like 5.30 every morning. Yeah. And that's kind of, that starts the day off on a good note, I think. And it's also, it, I don't know if it counts as self-love. I think it is. It I is. think it's really appreciating the fact that you can move your body. It's a gift to be able to move your body. And it's your own time as exactly. well. Like yeah. even if you're in a group session, opposed to doing it by yourself, it's still yeah. like time for you and your mind just to focus on your body and being exactly. present. Yeah. yeah, and I think for so long I used to stress because my morning routine, like everyone says, oh, I, I wake up and then I meditate and then I do yoga and I was like, oh, my morning routine is nothing like that. Yeah. But I think actually that workout for me is like my meditation. Yeah. And yeah, so then after that, I just sort of have my coffee. Like I guess I, I sit and I enjoy my coffees and what else do I do? Um, oh, I'm partial to a glass of red wine and a book yeah. and a face mask and all of that kind of Love stuff. Love that. <laughs> Whenever you can, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really important to realize that everyone is different. Like I've tried so many different morning routines and I've yeah. now found one that worked for me. But if I tried to follow like Joe Rogan's or oh. Tony Robbins's, like I would never, it wouldn't be for me. You have to wake up at 3am. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have an ice bath or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And well, who are some of the people that you've looked up to to learn about self, self-love self and balancing that hustle? Yeah, um, Marie Folio is a big role model. Like, I think she's done amazingly well. Same with, like, Amy Porterfield, um, Jenna Kutcher. More locally, I really look up to Jenna Black. I think okay. she's done a really good job of building a business without like burning herself out. Or at least it seems that way on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to think who else i mean there's just so many out there yeah and now let's talk like right now in your business what are you currently like working on or developing about your business and yourself right now so in my business the my big focus for this year is to launch a new course which is all about launching so it's going to be my signature course and it is huge there is just so much in there and it's like (laughs) just slowly chip 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 away at it am developing it myself i've got a lot of not resolutions. I made like a bucket list for this year. Oh, I love it. So I've got a huge, like a lot of travel things on my bucket list. Oh, where to? Um, oh, oh, you've got the list on your phone. Please out. tell us. <laughs> I love travel lists. I can't um, obsess with travel. So I'm doing a US ski trip. Yes. Um, I want to do a lot more adventuring around Australia. So I've never been to Perisher. Um, I want to go up to 1770 yeah. Stanford. Apparently there's great wineries there, Great Ocean Road. I want to do like a big road trip all the way down. Um, I'd love to get to Malta and Croatia and Portugal this year. Oh, you have just gone everywhere. <laughs> and it's the best thing is your business is all online, right? Yes. So you can still be working and making money while you're on holiday, essentially. Well, it's, yeah. it's easier said than done. Like, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... I've sort of like dedicated blocks of my year where it's like, okay, this part of the year I'm going to be doing like full, like in my business. And then this part of the year I'm traveling Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier now that I'm not doing client work. Last year I was sort of half between New Zealand and half in Europe. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of client work and it was really difficult with the Europe to Australia time zone. That was really tough. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Like 1am phone calls or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, was up, I was up for a lot of 3am phone yeah. calls. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's um, it's actually quite difficult because people think, oh, you're traveling, it's like the laptop lifestyle, yeah. it's what everyone wants. Hashtag laptop lifestyle. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's actually, there's so much guilt involved because when you're not working, you feel guilty because you're not working. Mm-hmm. When you're not out there traveling, you feel guilty because you're in this beautiful country and you're not exploring. Yeah. So it's guilt. You feel guilty either way. Yeah. Yeah. How do you overcome that guilt? Uh, you just make peace with it, I guess. Yeah. You don't overcome it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Accept it. Yeah. Let it flow. Or just block it. Like say, okay, I'm going to work like three days this week and travel three, or, yeah, and take one day off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And if we look like five, ten years into the future for you, yes. What does that look like? What are some of your big dreams, hopes, and goals? Oh, well, hopefully I'll be living by the beach. Yes. <laughs> Which one? Do you have a favourite? I have undecided. Okay. Undecided. Maybe Byron Bay. I like Byron. Yeah, me too. Except it's quite busy these days. Um, and I'd like to have a whole library of courses, ebooks. Um, I'd love to have 10 times as many podcast listeners as I do now. Just really like be able to impact as many people as possible. Um, I'd love to have a mastermind. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because I think there's definitely something to be said for being able to help people in person rather than just buy an online course. And you know what? I mean, it's very much a fluid plan. What I thought five years ago, what I thought I'd be doing now is very different to what it what I was planning on doing yeah. so especially when the board changes so fast yeah, right exactly like I always think like the iPhone's only like 11 years old like again like look, yeah. look how much like Apple's only that old like like look how much yeah. it's revolutionized yeah. our technology and like Facebook's constantly changing every day yeah. and there's Instagram Snapchat Instagram. and there could be something yeah. new you know I mean Instagram's only been around like what six seven years exactly and look yeah. what it's done I know yeah so, so true stay open I guess yeah, exactly and, like it could, the plan could change could change yeah exactly so for girls that um are in that corporate job where you were and they just feel like they have this passion or this dream they want to follow or this business yeah. idea what's your advice to them um i would say don't be afraid to start mm-hmm. often you just get so hung up on the planning and the worrying and the oh, what if it doesn't work out just take one action to make it start happening because yeah, don't, don't just sit there in the planning stage. Just do it. You're going to fail. Like, everyone fails. It's the easiest way to learn, best way to yeah, learn. Yeah, I agree. Um, just, yeah, start making things happen and, um, yeah, just don't be afraid, honestly. Yeah. E- easier said than done. It just feel 100% the fear. is. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and know that, it, like, I have that trust in yourself and, yeah. like, the universe that everything will work out. Yeah. Even if it kind of feels, like, really darky and hazy. It, it will work out in the end, I think, and... It might be a very roundabout way of working out. It might throw you some challenges. But honestly, like the person I am now because of my business is very different to who I was three years ago pre-business. Yeah. Like the resilience you build from running a business is ridiculous. Yeah. Resilience and what else has changed for you in those years? Um, I think I, I'm a lot less stressed. Yeah. Weirdly, even though I have more like real things to stress about than I did in my corporate job, I'm actually a lot less stressed because I guess running a business puts in perspective. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand what you mean. I have more responsibilities than ever. But I think I have the tools and the mindset now to be able to deal with that and look at things with a long term perspective. And everyone else deals with it as well. Everyone else in business deals with it as well. So you know like, okay, um it's not just me I will get through it. Like 
this isn't gonna this isn't the first challenge I faced it's not gonna be the last challenge I face I will get through it and I'll be stronger for it yeah do you find it helps working in a co-working space oh yeah yeah what's been your experience in a co-working space I like I've met some amazing friends Mm -hmm. and I think just having like a home and work boundary really helps yeah like most days I'll try not to take my laptop home so oh, such a good advice it's it's really good because I get home and then it's like okay this is now like me time um it's also nice having like friends when when like something goes really bad and you're just like I need somebody to vent to to just be like hey let's go grab a coffee downstairs and yeah. you've got somebody to vent to who gets it yeah because I think often like our friends who don't have businesses and like our partners if they don't have businesses they don't understand agreed yeah, yeah. and they might like nod and smile and be like yeah that sucks but they don't really get how what's like oh what's going on in there <laughs> yeah totally I've started turning my phone off and I like drive my car into the garage and I turn my phone off uh-huh. and that has helped so much like reduce stress like, so you you don't use social media after you get um not anything. usually sometimes I do if I know that a teammate needs me or something yeah but usually I try to turn my phone off That's cool I and like um that. and then just like have my shower have my dinner do yeah. my meditation write down my gratefuls go to bed and I just wake up way better person that's so smart yeah. I like that idea I've started putting my phone on airplane mode when I go to sleep mm, and smart. Not, not switching it off until I leave the house in the morning yeah I use the do not disturb yeah button as well so in the morning the notifications you, some of them I've turned them off for Facebook yeah. Instagram and messenger now because that yeah. I used to that would stress me out in the middle of the day you'd be working and you get these buzzes and yeah. I would just feel my anxiety rise like just yeah. from a notification and and so I was like, stressful. what is this? Well, it's, it's designed, like the whole way they've designed it is it's designed to make you react. Mm-hmm. That's why and it's that hit the of dopamine red. too, right? Yeah. But that's why it's the red circle. It's because it's something to do with like the addiction factor of it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think, like I haven't read into a whole lot of like social media, like oh. stuff around addictions, but I've heard about it. And I'm like, that's scary. Like, look what we're doing to ourselves in our world. Well, yeah. I mean, like this morning, I, I didn't even realize this. So I woke up, turned my alarm off. First thing I did was open Instagram, mm-hmm. and because I had my phone in airplane mode, it said you're offline. And I was like, "What am I doing? Why am I on Instagram?" Like, yeah. right, the first, literally the first thing I've done this morning. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of people like get up and first thing they do is they check their notifications or their yeah. emails, and you start reacting to yeah. the world straight away. Exactly. And that's if you want to start your day reacting and have yeah. a whole reactive day. No wonder you're going to have stress and problems and fear and anxiety yeah. in your day if that's how you're starting your day yeah and um so for me like carving out a strong morning routine really helped which I love that yeah. you go to the gym in the morning yeah it makes a huge difference and I think also like oh, the other thing I've added into my morning routine is before I even check my emails like the first thing of work that I do is an hour of creation so it's Ooh. like so when you get here creating, yeah in the morning one hour of creation yeah so like course creation at the moment and it's just like spending an hour of just writing and like just feeling like I'm getting something done because at the end of that hour it's like oh I've had such a productive morning already yeah and then I check my emails yeah how do you plan your goals out like do you plan for three months a month a week how do you do it so three months I've got goals for the year but then I've got three monthly goals yeah so I use a my goals planner I've just started using one and it lets you break it down into little tasks and yeah it makes it a lot easier when it's broken down I do that I break it down like three monthly to then monthly weekly and daily and wow. yeah and then just having because um that's all Kerwin Ray's stuff yeah. and he he's taught us that I knew nothing about planning before then oh, and um and just having the five tasks that you have to do today 
makes everything yeah. so clear and then it's like if nothing else happens at least if I get this five done like I've, I've moved forward in my business yeah. in my life yeah mine's so yeah my plan is kind of similar so it's your three big you've got mm. your one goal for the day so yeah. it's like one task that you want to get done yeah and then your three big tasks and then everything else I love that I yeah. love that because prioritizing is so good because how easy is it especially when you I found this when I first got into business and I had like no one keeping me accountable yeah and it was just me that I would then fart ass around on social media and email yeah. I was like busy but not getting anything done you feel and the thing is you feel like you're doing stuff but you're actually not moving the needle forward exactly it's a very easy trap I call it like running on the hamster wheel like you're working really hard but you're not going anywhere and that also can lead to more stress and burnout as well rather than being productive precious with your time yeah I'm refreshing my email inbox like that's not really getting you anywhere (laughs) yeah or checking notifications on Facebook yeah yeah and um so you obviously gave the advice before for a person like if they have a dream, what to do. What about for people when they're going through, they've maybe started following their dream six to 12 months in, maybe 24 yeah. months in. I know that two-year mark for me was the hardest. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of business owners and that's kind of the mark where you decide to give up or keep going and then yeah. things start breaking through. But I also heard it takes that 10-year mark, so I'm yet to experience <laughs> that. And um, and what was um like what was that time for you like, um, the hardest time in those first two years? And then what would you give your advice to someone else who's going through that? I think the hardest time was deciding. So the two-year mark for me would have been roughly around when I decided to stop doing client work altogether. Yeah, and that was really that was really tough. And it was like, do I? Oh, there was actually a point where I, where I applied for a job. Yeah, I've done that before <laughs> in business. Like it was definitely around that two-year mark. Oh, I, yeah. I got an interview, and thank goodness they didn't hire me. Yeah. I probably would never have started the podcast or anything else. But yeah, like that was when I was traveling and I was just so like, oh, I wish I had annual leave. I Mm -hmm. wish I didn't have clients to deal with. And it was really demotivating. It was winter as well. So it was like short days. Yeah. Not a lot of sunshine. And it was just a really tough time. Mm -hmm. But luckily I didn't get that job. Yeah. Um, Just know that it's going to happen and know that it will get better. Mm -hmm. It's going to pass. Like it's not like it might you might get stuck in that little space for a while but you'll eventually get through it and how i look at it is like six months or 12 months like if you get stuck in that gap for six to 12 months yeah out of your 20 30 50 years exactly. of your life or in business like it's so worth it's it to go much. through the six to 12 months to learn yeah. about yourself to then build that resilience and be like i can get through anything yeah exactly and i think like i mean yeah maybe I'm not saying that you should give up and go and get a job but maybe you do need like a three day a week job just to give you like that social interaction or to help give you like a little bit of financial padding if like you're not getting those consistent finances in but um yeah I think like yeah just know that it's going to (laughs) pass yeah absolutely yeah and um and what's your like do you always then set yourself like when you're setting goals like your 10-year goal I always say like set a big goal for 10 years that scares you do you have the same philosophy or how do you set your long-term goals my long-term goals change so often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I, it's terrible because I also tell people like know what your vision is. Yeah. Um, I get like my vision is basically I want to be doing what I'm doing, but on a much bigger scale in yeah. ten years, and that's the only thing that hasn't really changed. Everything it's else still that same purpose and passion yeah. and core of it at the end of the day. Yeah. Everything else, like all the other things, like where I want to be living, all of that kind of thing, that all changes. But the yeah. The main vision is I just want to do what I'm doing on a much bigger scale. Yeah. Impact more people, reach more places around the world. Yeah. I love that. And then 
be traveling with that too which is exactly. so, is so <laughs> cool thank you so much for being on the podcast today that's alright I um, loved hearing your philosophies yeah. and also what you've been through with burnout and learning how to balance that because I think so many people struggle with that yes. I definitely have um, and you feel like sometimes you're on a roller coaster of like up and down emotions <laughs> and up and down from hustle to too wet, not enough hustle and yep. finding that <laughs> and um, so thank you so much for sharing oh, thank you thank you for having me Now you're inspired, go take action. We're always here to support you on your journey, so reach out anytime and please give this episode a share. Share it with all your other dreamer friends so they feel empowered to also relentlessly and ruthlessly go after what they want 